0: Radio.
1: Welcome to the Ken Mack and Coach JB Show. The future of finance is here. Prepare for freedom. Get ready to swallow the red pill because every week we're bringing you cutting edge, real, uncut, Raw truths about finance in the world that you think you know to help you prepare for the biggest shift in generational wealth the world has ever seen. Warriors Rise! Get your shit together. Let's go. Warriors Rise. Hey, what's up everybody? It's Coach JV. And Ken Mac show. If you're listening, what's up? what's up everybody or the podcast, which is getting a lot of reach. So thank you guys for that as well. So if you are wanting to listen to audible, this is a podcast as well. So right after the show is filmed, it goes up on the podcast, iTunes lips and stitcher. Just look up the Ken Mac and coach JV show. Do us a favor, share this show. What we're working to do is to help human beings understand that this is the greatest time in human history. That the biggest shift in generational wealth is happening, and the biggest shift in our financial system, specifically since our, this is a, this a new asset class, the brand new asset class. We get to experience that words. And so is crypto over? That's what we're going to discuss today. And so and that's a true question. That's that's not FUD. We're not trying to scare you guys. We want to ask the question, is crypto over? There's a lot of different FUD out there in the marketplace, just like Ken Mack was quoted in Business Insider saying, Bitcoin is not going to hit 100,000, and it didn't. It didn't hit 100,000 worse. So we've been so caught up in this FUD news where Bitcoins get 100,000, Shiba's going to a dollar, all this stuff is happening. Dogecoin's going to make me rich worse. What has always remained is the fundamental investing. That's what it's all about. That's what we're going to talk about today, just having a casual conversation. But first of all, Ken, what country are you in, in, and how are you doing?
0: (laughs) I'm doing great, man. I'm here in Dubai still, and uh, yeah, i am loving being in this amazing country. And uh, the cool thing is, man, I get to meet so many different people here in Dubai, and I try and, like, uh, arrange a meeting with an interesting person during every lunch hour, usually take an hour or so for lunch. And this morning, right, I, um, I met with a young guy who was 19 years old. he become a multimillionaire um, about a year ago, seven-figure crypto portfolio. And I was asking him, so, you know, what, uh, like, businesses are you in just now? And he said, well... Um, we are. Um, he's, he's he's actually from Glasgow. He's a, a, a Pakistani guy, um, but he's, he lives in Glasgow, where I was from in uh, Scotland. So he's a Glaswegian Pakistani, which is really cool. And uh, he said, so I, I set up a, a business. Uh, let me rewrite. He said I uh, was I was able to retire. My parents get them a house. They went bankrupt. Um, you know, get my get my dad a car and get them all set up for life, which was amazing. And they went on to say that I started this new business in Africa in, I think it was in, in or near Nigeria. And um, they have villagers going out finding these big black scorpions, which are yeah this size. yeah, it's a huge big black scorpions, which uh, get sold to pharmaceutical companies in like Pakistan. And each scorpion, uh, they, they, they use them for the venom um, for uh, medical purposes. And each scorpion is worth a million dollars. What? Which is unbelievable, man! Amazing, you know, for a 19-year-old. Um, he's got a marketing company and he's deep into crypto, sharing his some of his trading trading strategies, which he's uh, you know, uh doing very successfully on the shorter-term timeframes. So, a potential candidate to maybe get on the channel uh, for the younger people that are you know tuned in. So, yes. you know, it's, it's big inspiration because you know he says he wants to build an empire, but the time is 25. So, you know, you've got all of these different people that are operating on different uh, levels and frequencies. And, uh, you know, I certainly wasn't at that level myself when I was uh, 19 years yeah. of age. So that was my day, man. You know, I'm back here in the office. Uh, I think it's Tuesday. Is it Tuesday today?
1: It is Monday. Monday, Monday.
0: Monday. Yeah, every, every day is a work day for me, uh, yeah. pretty much.
1: <laughs> Did that throw you guys off? Because I think you guys, you guys used to be a different type of work week, right? And you guys switched recently, right?
0: Yeah, the uh, they, they changed the law here so they could change the weekend. So the weekend now starts uh, on a Friday afternoon, I guess. and it runs through to Monday, which is awesome. Um, I kind of like I kind of like the Sunday, you know, the, the Sunday back to work because the rest of the world was resting, and I was able to get peace and quiet, be here in the office without any distractions. Mm. Um, but yeah, just, just with the fast-moving, uh, you know, geopolitical and economic situations that are happening, sure, it's just it's, it's motivating me. Hard to, you know, more uh, concentrate on, you know, my own stuff. Now, uh, behind the scenes, uh, working with you guys on deals, looking for businesses. And then today I was dealing with, uh, you know, looking for weapons, ammunition, manufacturing companies, shops and ranges um, in Serbia. So speaking to people in Eastern Europe today. Um, so, yeah, I, I, you know, of course, we're, and we're doing this, this stuff for you as well. You know, looking for you know, ammunition, weapons companies in the USA. So, again, if anybody that's listening, listening to this show has any uh, contacts within weapons, uh, ammunition manufacturing, shooting ranges in the USA. If uh, maybe you can, uh, you know, share some contact information uh, um, during the show, Coach JV, um, yeah. a point of contact. We'd be very grateful to get an introduction.
1: Yeah. So basically, what we're looking for is, is is companies, right? Companies that are. It's a very, very lucrative business right now. You know, we're going to talk about that today. And assets, and really helping you calm. Calm. This channel is all about giving you tools and resources to stay calm because a fundamental investor is not jumping in and out of cryptocurrencies. They're not jumping in and out of the stock market. Warren Buffett's not biting his fingernails when it's red. He's buying blood in the streets because he builds fundamental crypto portfolios, right? What's happening is a lot of people are getting stressed, they're getting depressed, they're getting anxiety because of the crypto space, because we've been bred into this get rich quick. So what I want to do is just take you through a little bit of a historical journey around cryptography and the Internet. So remember, Warriors, when the Internet first came out, they resisted it big time, big time, big time. Brian Brooks, during his Senate hearing, talked about when he was a lawyer uh, during that time when he was going through law school, he remembers that lawyers were freaking out about Email because they're like, oh, my gosh, the email is going to go across the interwebs and everybody was resisting it and the government was trying to regulate it. Well, what happens? They resist, they regulate, they sue and then they join it. So let's take a little journey in history. Right. So this is not just about cryptocurrency. This is more about cryptography. Right now, remember, cryptography is been around for a very, 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 very long time. Now, cryptography is an encrypted way, right, to do crypto analysis, but cryptocurrency came from cryptography. Well, let me jump over here really quick to the timeline, okay? So this is pretty interesting. So in the internet, this is, remember, the World Economic Forum was created in 1971. We also detached from the gold standard in 1971. So think about what happened in 1971. All of a sudden, Everybody's watching the regular program show, programming, program show. And all of a sudden they're like, President Nixon comes on, interrupts the program and says, we're detaching you from the gold standard. Everybody was in their hippy dippy stage, whatever. All right, cool. We're already programmed. They removed us from the gold standard and became a printing machine. And check this out. This is pretty neat. You can look this up. In 1970, using quantum states to encode information is first proposed. So Stephen Wisner invents conjected coding and applies to design. money. Is physically impossible to counterfeit. Isn't that interesting? Still technologically feasible today, unfeasible today. So quantum states was created in 1970. Okay. Then it goes down the list a little bit. We're going to come down to 1990, here. Quantum cryptography experimentally demonstrates in proof of principle, experimented by Charles. OK, and then you go all the way through this. I'd highly recommend you look this up, words, and you can dive through. So quantum computing cryptography has been around for a long time, Wars. This is nothing new under the sun. At um, MIT in 2005, remember, Bitcoin was created in 2008. Now, let's think about this. It was I think it dropped January 2009. But what happened in 2008, words? I'm trying to keep you guys calm because it, do I think cryptocurrency? Absolutely. It's not over. It's gonna be a long fundamental run and I've always shared that with you guys on the channel. I've I've kept you focused on the fundamentals and what's happening the long term, right? But MIT in 2005, has a course about cryptography and crypto analysis. And that we know the gentleman who runs our SEC, who is basically making decisions that are gonna have catastrophic or great implications for the crypto space all over the world, because whatever America does, everybody else is watching. So this is blockchain and money. So this was in 2018. And the head professor is Gary Gensler. So the head professor, who is the head of our SEC now, who is coming up with the regulation for cryptocurrency and is trying to regulate the whole space It doesn't make any sense, Warriors. But what does make sense is the fact that they know that cryptocurrency is here to stay. They know, just like the Internet, just like the Internet when it came out, the Internet, they were freaking out about the Internet, Warriors. They were trying to regulate it. They were trying to stop it. They sued it. But Warriors, there's so many different private companies with it. So the key is to cryptocurrency is to really, really understand what cryptocurrencies you're investing in. Making sure they're fundamental cryptocurrencies and understanding that when regulation does come, wars. when regulation does come, it is going to change the landscape a little bit. Okay, it is going to change the DeFi landscape. It is going to change, uh, could change the price volatility, which could be good or bad. Right. The reason why people get rich in crypto and wrecked in crypto is because of the massive price volatility. Now, the more regulation, the more normalized it's going to get, like the stock market. So if you can stay fundamental, if you can stay focused, this is an Amazon, a Google type moment. You just have to understand the cryptocurrencies you're invested in. So a couple of neat things that have happened just recently. This came out this weekend is the bill introduced to make Bitcoin a legal tender in Arizona. We live in Arizona. We are actually in that state. Now, does that mean it's going to be a legal tender? Now, what does that mean? That means that you could pay your taxes with it. You could actually use it as a barterability. I guess barterability wouldn't be the right word, a tender, if I'm saying that correctly. You can use it as a tender to pay your taxes, to pay bills, to pay things with, okay, just like they did in El Salvador. Now, that's just news, Warriors, okay? So that's just news. And then also, if you go over here, you see Texas, Texas plans. Let me pop this up on the screen here. Oh, pop that back up. Perfect. There we go. So Texas plans to become the Bitcoin capital vulnerable power grid and all. No, whereas we know that this freaking uh, power grid energy thing is is such a, a farce, man. They're like messing Bitcoin like banks, physical banks, wars, ATMs, manpower, power inside of banks is way more energy intensive than Bitcoin mining. This is all a FUD narrative warriors towards the zero carbon narrative. Okay, Texas is pulling all these Bitcoin miners in, and they're working to make Texas a Bitcoin capital. Miami is wanting to become a Bitcoin capital. New York mayor wanted to get his first paychecks in cryptocurrency. Now, Arizona, a senator is fine. Now, that doesn't mean it's going to be the legal tender, but those are the tender. That's the type of conversations that are happening. You look at this. So that's Texas. This is Don Huffins, who is a, I think he's, is he a senator? Republican candidate for governor of Texas recently unveiled his proposal to make Texas number one state for Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies in the United States. If elected, he promises to make Bitcoin cash ledger tender in the state. Wow, this is wild wars. Think about this for just a moment. So, what's happening in the United States as we're getting flooded out of cryptocurrency, as you got all this regulation happening or all this um, uncertainty happening, and it's going sideways is there's a lot of things happening in regards to the switch in your monetary system. Cryptocurrency is here to stay. It's not overwords. What we have to build is that fundamental mindset, the, not, the non-get-rich-quick mindset. You want to start looking at diversification, and that's not just in cryptocurrency, right? So I've built, I told you guys my exact plan. If you've been in my academy, I've told you every move I made, right? First, I was 99% crypto, almost all cryptocurrency. As I started to see some good price appreciation, I pulled money onto the sidelines, right? I started to buy into silver. I got some silver for some bartability. And then I started getting into companies, right? I went from one company to two companies to three. Now I'm, I have nine under management right now. Not all of them are producing revenue. Three of them are producing over seven figures now. The other five are in their buildup stage. Now, one thing that I learned, though, through Wise Counsel is that the startups are brutal. They're tough. They're hard. They're labor intensive, right? I don't want startups anymore. I am opening up a new company in Arizona, but it's not a startup. It is a company that approached me that is already up and running and it is a product that I use. So that's not a startup. But now what I'm doing is I'm focusing on buying companies that have lasted the test of time, that have the ability to continue to grow and already have the profitability built in. All of you guys can do this stuff. That's what we're here to do is provide you confidence. So, what I'm doing is just staying fundamental with crypto. As I always say, I'll repeat the same things because you repeatedly do gets ingrained in your subconscious mind. What gets ingrained in your subconscious mind becomes an unconscious activity. The reason why I repeat the same things and I love when people say that he says the same thing every day. Yes, because when you are faced with the decision, maybe that will pop up in your subconscious mind and you'll make a decision to maybe not sell your fundamental crypto because some YouTuber told you that it's going to go to zero. I mean, I have people all day. Oh, what's up with XLM? I'm Somebody just texted me the other day or messaged me on one of my social media platforms and said, I just sold all my XRP and XLM for Shiba. Took a deep breath. I was like, okay. I said, so why? I just, I I usually don't answer these questions, but I just really, I said, what was your thought process? This is their exact statement. I saw somebody on YouTube that Shiba is going to go to a dollar and I haven't seen anything happen with XRP and XLM. So I, And I said, you closed out all your XRP and XLM and you went 100% into Shiba. I said, can you walk me through? Cause I wanted to really hear this genuinely. I wasn't being an asshole. I was like, I really want to hear genuinely your thought process on this. And this is a normal everyday thing that's happening. She said, Oh, you know, this YouTuber, I'm not going to mention the YouTuber. the YouTuber I'm listening to They're, You know, Shiba's going to go to a dollar and they're showing all this technical analysis, showing all this stuff. And they said, wouldn't it be much better for me to buy a bunch of Shiba? And I said, Share with me the fundamentals. What is Shiba going to do? What's the real world solve? Where is it going to be after regulation? I started asking all these open-ended questions. Couldn't answer any of the questions, which is understandable, right? So I share that story to help you understand that it's okay to have Shiba. It's okay to have Dogecoin. It's okay to have shit coins in your portfolio, but make sure that that's a part of your strategy, right? 10% of my portfolio is very risky. If it goes to zero, and Ken's talked about this openly on the channel as well, and even on his Instagram, if it goes to zero, it doesn't affect my financial future. It doesn't destroy my family's future. It doesn't put my business under, right? 90% of my portfolio is fundamental. There's no freaking way I'm selling any of that for anything, no matter how much I get flooded in. What I've also done is I'm very, very strategic on who I listen to. I seek wise counsel. I vent up. I don't vent down. Now, what I mean by that is when I go up for counsel, I go to wise counsel. I go to somebody who is living what I'm wanting to do right i no longer go sideways i no longer go down to ask for advice now that may sound arrogant but you should be doing the same thing too you shouldn't be going to your friends at happy hour and asking for advice on dogecoin you shouldn't be asking for you know what i'm saying like you're not you're not going to go to the bar or the barbershop and get your investment strategies from people who are just making it worse and that may sound arrogant but that's not an arrogant thing Whereas i was taking advice from people without even seeking to understand what they're doing i was like oh well this is exciting news you just brought to me, but not even thinking what has this person done with their finances? That's what got me in trouble for a very long time. And finally, two and a half years ago, I finally said, Wait a minute, why do I keep going broke? Because I'm taking advice from broke people. Seriously, I'm taking advice from broke people. So I really got diligent. You know, I had already been reading Thinking About Rich. I read Rich Dad, Poor Dad, The Cashflow Quadrant, but I couldn't comprehend it because the people I was around weren't under, didn't do the cashflow quadrant. None of them were dealing with assets, none of them were buying liabilities with assets. And then I started to change my wise counsel, my mentorships. And then all of a sudden I started to understand what it meant. The conversation I'm having now is, hey, what are you doing with your crypto? Are you buying assets? Are you?" It's, it's a whole different realm. And you do that by communities like this. That's what it's all about. Warriors. So is crypto over? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. This is the greatest time in human history. And I truly believe, and I've told you guys this, you can watch, go back to my YouTube videos and they're going to age very, very well. As I kept saying, 2025. 2025. I've kept telling you guys that the whole quantum system is going to be in place by 2025. And the reason why I'm telling you that is from experience, 12 years in banking. I went to a CBA executive banking school. You can look it up. Consumer Banking Association Banking School. I learned how to scale banks. And back then it hit me. I'm like, holy shit, the whole banking system is shifting. I also learned that you can't continue this financial system the way it is. You can't. You can't just keep printing money. You can't just keep borrowing you can't just so the only way we can survive this is if we keep printing and we keep lending wars the only way that i see it being fixed is switching the monetary system and you can do that through a central bank digital currency by moving money at the speed because it's all so so finances is all about liquidity right access to capital and being able to move that money liquid to be able to move it through the system that's how you get rich and that's how the government does it. That's how the richest people in the world do it. Their money's not just sitting in a little savings account, you know, earning 0.25% interest, like you know, our grandma taught us to do, and put your money in your piggy bank and hold on to it. That's scarcity mindset. Abundant mindset is taking that piggy bank, breaking it, and putting it into something that's going to generate money back to you, taking that money and putting it into something that's going to generate money back to you. And you can start with 20 bucks. You can like I did, I started with nothing, flipping vacuums, buying a speculative cryptocurrency. Took that speculative gains, I would reinvest back into the market. Then I started to see 2,000 became 10, 10 became six figures, and then the rest is history for me, and now I know the money game. Now, if the crypto portfolio goes to zero, I still know the money game. So I'll never be poor. So that's what I want to share with you guys. Now, what I mean by poor is a mindset, right? So no, crypto is not overwarsed. you got to stay strong. But listen to what, like, like I can't I just
0: want to rewind there. You said uh, being poor is a mindset. I posted uh, yesterday. Being poor is a mental condition. Mm. How how would you respond to that? It you is. I, I kind of I, I get attacked a little bit online uh, for saying that. Not that it's a mental health condition. That's a different thing. Yeah. That it's a mental condition. Would you agree with me?
1: One hundred percent. I'll explain. Let's let's get into science. No, that's beautiful. One hundred percent. I agree with that. It. it is a mental condition, not a mental health condition, as you said. So so, what's your your thoughts? Right become your personality that becomes your personal reality so what he means by condition you think about the conditions that you grew up with con- everything's a condition everything is a condition of your environment the people places things right so when i grew up my parents you know we we're middle class family it wasn't like you know are we were we had everything we needed but there wasn't this abundant mindset this this investment mindset i didn't even know how to balance a checkbook there wasn't this abundant talk right and so the condition that i was raised in was a poverty condition so that's why I went broke three times because of my mental and subconscious conditioning. So I learned how to make money. I learned how to become a hustler, right? But being a hustler and becoming wealthy is very different. Why did I keep losing out? Because the mental condition, it is a condition because what you repeatedly do gets ingrained in your subconscious mind. So th- this, let's, let's, let's go down this rabbit Basically
0: what you're doing is you, you are upgrading the bloodline. You're upgrading yeah. the bloodline of your family being the top of the bloodline. I, you know, I, me, me being this, in the same position as you, uh, I'm looking at uh, re-engineering uh, the bloodline so that you know the bloodline going forward. Um, mm-hmm. You know, we have a wealth bloodline going forward because it gets it gets passed through generation to generation, doesn't it? And it's um, yes. Like for it? me, it was a, it was a lot of a slower um, uh, transition to become wealthy because I had to break out of this. Uh, mm-hmm. um, yeah, the, the the conditioning that I was pre-programmed with.
1: You know, and then when people pushing back on you, think about it, too. It's like if somebody's in a just over broke. Right. And they're they think that they have to go to work to get a paycheck to survive. That's a mental condition that has been bred into us. We've been bred into an indoctrination. It's all a mental condition that, that that's completely true. What you said, every your circumstance that you're experiencing, your physical reality is based on your mental conditioning. It, it 100% is like a narcissist. A narcissist can take somebody who's completely normal, get into a relationship with them, and completely destroy their mindset through mental conditioning. It's crazy. You're constantly badgering them, constantly going at them, constantly—it's called mental conditioning. What they do is they finally convince the person that there's something's wrong with them, and then it becomes a mental condition. That becomes a repetitive thought that becomes their personality, that becomes their personal reality. And I took that from Dr. Joe Dispenza. Is your personality becomes your personal reality? For example, I'll give you an example. A lot of people who are cops, firefighters, military, right? They go into that. And I was, I was a cop or or, excuse me, a cop in the military. I did all that stuff. I was in the military, I served my country. But there's you you find this camaraderie in the military, right? So that becomes your identity, it's your mental condition. So, once you disband from police officer, firefighter, military, this, this tight knit group, and then you go out into the civilian world, they call this, you have mental conditioning of how that's how life is, right? And so, all of a sudden, your personal reality is totally different. And a lot of people get depressed because they have identity of something outside of themselves, right? So, it's absolutely a mental. Because, how did I go from losing everything again two and a half years ago to being financially free now is because of my mental conditioning. That's the number one thing I changed was my mental conditioning. I started conditioning myself to wealth, whether that was through affirmations, through books, through mentors. I changed my environment. My environment, like I don't hang out with impoverished mindset people. Not money, impoverished mindset people. I don't. It's I don't. Do
0: it's, uh, yeah. I, I do everything I can to keep away from impoverished mindset people. It eats away at you. It take, you know you actually burn carbohydrates being around these people mm-hmm. because your body is uh, using energy.
1: Yeah,
0: um, I'm just. I posted like one hour ago as well. Uh, I've got the microphone over here. I hope you can hear me, okay? Yeah, you sound good. Um, when somebody uh, says I'm highly educated, I hear the words and say my head, I'm fully indoctrinated. Mm. And the more um, educated somebody is, the more difficult. Like you say, the firefighters, those working for the public services, will find it much more difficult to break yeah. away from these systems because they are actually fully indoctrinated, which is not their fault. It's just a. It, yeah. It's just their reality. You know, there's no right or wrong. You know, the thing is that might be fine for them, and they might be happy within that paradigm. But um, I was on a French, French yacht um, yesterday, and um, he had a, a bunch of guests, and one of the guests that was on the was a, a, a school teacher, and he came up to Mrs. Ken. Uh, uh, I mean, his, my name's Paul. I was on the business buying challenge, which is crazy because we were a very small community, and uh, you know, I don't meet many people here in Dubai that have uh, been on the business buying challenge. And he said, you know, I'm a PE teacher and, you know, I'm a, I've taken the blue pill. You know, I'm, I'm ready to take the red pill now, following your content. And he said, like my social circle, he said, it just doesn't do it for me because they're all within this paradigm yeah. and I'm trying to break away and get myself into this new network of like-minded people. Yeah. So, you know, the most important takeaway that the, the listeners can take from this conversation just now is to start getting yourself into new environments um, of like-minded people and breaking away from those who have, you know, the impoverished mindset, toxic mindset, blue pool mindset, and align yourself with people who are a abundant mindset, prosperous mindset. Um, you know, for example, I was, uh, you know, having, a, you know, a, we call it a brunch in Dubai um, with uh, with the wife. It was her birthday so with a bunch of friends. So we had all the girls at the bottom of the table, and then we had, uh, you know, a couple of entrepreneurs at the top. So all of the girls were having their, you know, the girly talks and, mm-hmm. and three of us at the top of the table uh, had pretty much created the business, come up with the concept and bought the website domain. And, um, you know, that, that's what happens when you put synergistic people together. Mm-hmm. Ideas are created and things happen very, very quickly. Um, yeah. So I'm not going to spill the beans with what the idea is just now, but it was just pretty cool. Um, yeah. You know, an example of being around like-minded people and the, the, the types of things that happen when synergistic people are connected together. Yes, 100%.
1: Okay, so let's go into this. So I did a podcast on this this morning, The Great I Am, right? And it's like, um, and I'm going to talk at it from a, um, hopefully, a a story experience. So some people really believe in the Bible. Some people don't. Some people, this isn't about religion. I want you to hear this story really quickly because it goes into exactly what you talk about, the human condition. So, you know, Moses was at the burning bush. Now, that was an acacia bush. So you can take what you want from that. There was smoke coming off the bush, right? He goes up into the right of the mountain, right hemisphere of the brain, Right. So God says, "Give me your ten percent. Ten percent of your brain is facts, figures, numbers, logic, worldly things. Ninety percent is Christ consciousness." Right. So Moses goes up into the right. Now remember, Moses was old; he had a speech impediment. So he gets up there, and right when he meets God, and God, he goes to talk to God, and right away God wants him. To, I'm, I'm paraphrasing the story big time. Just hear me out. So he wants to go free these slaves, right? Or he, God wants him to free the slaves, and right away Moses, all of a sudden, says his his conditioning his human conditioning living in the physical world he says i can't i won't i have this i i am i am this i am this and god says stop he goes who do i tell him sent me he says the great i am and from that point on in the bible he becomes the great i am god does and so moses goes down goes to the uh, slaves and says they're like who sent you he says the great i am and with confidence i am they all drop everything and go with moses right so he goes to the red sea Boom. He hits it. He opens up the mind, the human conditioning, right? The the mindset conditioning, all the people go through and then it closes on the on the Israelites that are coming after them. Then they go back. So this goes into human conditioning. What you talked about. They go into the desert. They're all excited. They're following Moses. And all of a sudden they go back in a famine again. Ye of little faith. And they stop trusting. They go back to their human conditioning. They start blaming Moses for their problems. That's the human condition. That's what we've been indoctrinated, this human condition that makes us blame everything outside of ourselves, worse. warriors. And yes, this goes into it's crypto. Mentality. Yes, it goes into crypto because you're going to blame the YouTuber because Bitcoin didn't hit 100,000. Mm. It doesn't matter if Bitcoin hits 100,000. It doesn't matter if Shiba goes to a dollar. What matters is you understand you're already free. You have a decision to be great. But Ken was 100% right. If you don't work on your brain conditioning... And understanding where you came from and where you want to go. And if you were where you want to go, where you came from doesn't match, you have to change. You have to change. You can't be a crackhead, recovering crackhead and hang out at a crack house. You can't be a recovering alcoholic and hang out at a happy hour. You can't. If you're if you're trying to quit smoking, you can't be out there at the smoke breaks, guys. Like it's, it's, it's really simplistic and we make it so complex, right? If you want to be a billionaire or a multimillionaire, you can't be hanging out with people that are, you know, trying to, you know, day trade sheep or whatever it is. Like, I'm just, the reason I bring that up is because there's a lot of YouTubers that are, they, they share this stuff because it gets them likes, it gets them comments, it gets them. So what are the intentions there, right? The intentions are to grow a community of people to help people. In the greatest time in human history, so I, I I dove into that because you're so right, and you got pushback because people felt that they're like, wait a minute, you're talking about a mental. It's not. It is a mental condition. Depression is a mental condition. I'm not. Some people are clinically depressed. I, I,
0: I agree with you about depression is a mental condition, and it's uh. You know, I've watched a lot of good content about depression as well, and it can be changed. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't need to be medicated through medication. It can be yeah. medicated through. And better conditioning, better environments, yep. uh, better routines, yep. um, better access to people to help you understand. Yep. Um, you know, it's, it, I'm not saying that, you know, depression could be, you know, people could use it as, you know, I'm depressed, you know, I, it could be like an excuse kind of based on depressed and victim mentality. It's a nasty, horrible thing. But I believe that, um, you know, people with depression can be helped in other ways. Mm-hmm. Uh, and hopefully, you know, I can, help, you know, I've got a lot of people message me on Instagram and stuff that, uh, that are clearly uh, shouting for help. And hopefully, you know, my content and pushing it as well is going to help people um, better understand um, that um, there are other opportunities out there, like we bring the 19-year-old kid onto the show and get him to share his stories to encourage those who might feel stuck in life. And that uh, you know, of course, uh, you know, being a victim is not going to get anybody anywhere. You've got to uh, claim control of, you know, as a man um, of your life. Um, And you'll take the bull by the horns and understand that uh, the only thing standing in between where you are and where you want to be is knowledge and the people around you execution and speed.
1: Yes. Yes. 100%. And you got to know, too, it's going to be uncomfortable. That's one thing you got to get used to, Wars is it's going to be uncomfortable. That's one thing you have to fall in love with this discomfort, right? Whether you're learning about cryptocurrency or learning about exercise, nutrition, or you, it just like I always bring up my daughter when she started her, she's a barista at a coffee shop. And I remember when she first got her job, she had to study these cue cards, right? And she was real nervous and, and almost like in tears. And she gets there and it was really uncomfortable. And, and now she's an expert. She repetitively built does the coffees, Now she knows the customers. Now she's training, helping other young people that come into the coffee shop. Right. And so it's just like that in life. You have to get uncomfortable warriors in order to like the depression thing you talked about. It's like, I I'm speaking from experience warriors. When I came out of my drug addiction and I attempted suicide in December 18, 2006, I came off of all my opiates. I came off all my stuff. And so doctors were telling me I was clinically depressed. So they put me on Zola Zola and then I was so bought into the fact that I was depressed that I the Zoloft wasn't working. And they added Depakote, a, a seizure medication on top of my Zoloft to help. I was a walking you're
0: brainwashed to believe that you were depressed. You, you're brainwashed to believe that you have a clinical condition.
1: Mm-hmm. And um, I was a zombie. I literally was walking. Of course I wasn't depressed. I couldn't even fucking think. I mean, I couldn't even. Yeah. I was literally and now now again. I we go back into saying like people, some people are depressed, right? Some people things happen to you, but you know, ice baths, meditation, fasting, high intensity exercises, beautiful, beautiful for, for uh, mental,
0: mental conditions, right? It's like, the gym is you, probably one of the best things that you can do for it, the endorphins. Yes. Yeah, like to yes. say high intensity getting into the gym Heard mm-hmm. yeah. over and over and over again.
1: Yes. It's, it's, it's massive dopamine release. That's why we created our academy, mm-hmm. the 3-2 War Academy. We work out every single morning together. And it's like, but I, I, and, and people probably wonder how does this go into it goes everything into investing. It goes everything into money. It goes everything into your, your, the way you live your life because warriors, it's so important right now that you build the foundation for yourself. The foundation is your gut, your mind, your heart, brain coherence, which is really, really important. And the cool thing about this is um, you know, the whole thing with like religion and science were so polar opposite. They were against each other. And people like Dr. Joe Dispenza has brought in the fact that, People, that's why I'm so supportive of everything. Well, I don't care what you believe in. If you believe, if you're a Catholic, fantastic. If you're a Church of Latter-day Saints, fantastic. Like as long as it's bringing you to your higher level of consciousness and it's proven that prayer works. And why do you think they put their hands right here? They put it up against their heart. So they, they put their hands here. Buddhists put their hands here because it's touching their heart. And what it is, wherever you put the pressure, you can feel the heart, right? And so when you're thinking of a goal, if you bring your heart and brain coherence together, because when the heart and mind are mixed together, so I believe that crypto is always going to be here and it's always going to be something that's very abundant. And I've done very well in Crypto Wars. So it's just, it's really understanding. So let's talk about crypto. Let's dive into it. So Before Canada, we go
0: over to the crypto thing, we were talking about the, uh, you know, the employment, you know, the barista your daughter working in the, the coffee shop. Great for people to get um, experience, you know, in the uh, in the real world, getting the customer service, etc. But you mentioned this routine. When you're uh, doing things on repeat, like you're serving coffees, you become an expert serving coffees. Um, I just, you know, I was thinking um, the other day that uh, people that are employed, you know, people that are employed in repetitive jobs, it keeps you stupid because that's you. You start doing these things on repeat, and it's the only thing that you know. It doesn't allow you to grow, and that's why if you are employed doing a robot job, things on repeat, you need to start looking at ways to break away from that gain new skills learn new skills develop your mindset and um, yeah it's just it's, it's a pretty toxic thing you know being an employee um many people might disagree with me but for me you know in the world of Ken Mac it would it was a toxic thing for me to be part of that system I knew that it wasn't the end goal but it was it was a it was it was a, a situation that I put myself in by choice in order to learn um customer service for example but yeah being employed it does keep you stupid it doesn't allow you to grow and um, i think the best thing that everybody can do right now is to master for example cryptocurrency master mm. a skill pick something zone in on that niche and uh, whether it be shit coins blockchain metaverse nfts become a master in that niche and yes. um and that's where growth happens once you know you, you can't be Agnostic and trying to concentrate on too many different things because it's like going into the pub and asking for a pint and been served half a pint and then you've got two halves of nothing. Mm. Some people might say with two half pints, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Um, it's better to zone in on one thing and become a master in that field. Um, I think the time's running out. To be honest, man, we get like spring, um, spring two thousand twenty-two is when I believe the recession is going to hit officially. Yeah, um, with all of the inflation um, that's happening. It's, uh, you know, we need to play it. you know We we need to play the game um, and we need to learn how to play it well, like a game of chess, moving three steps forward into the future before you make that move. We need to think steps ahead. If I make this move, what's going to be the implication? And that's why strategy, knowledge, speed, and action are the most important elements that you can have right now. And, you know, you mentioned, you know, these influencers on YouTube, a lot of these people, they'll keep you stupid because they're posting their content to keep you engaged. Not all of them. you know. There's some out there that I like and enjoy the content, but a lot of these guys, they have an agenda and you've just got to be very, very careful uh, what information you take and whether you decide to take it with a pinch of salt or not is up to you. But a lot of the information can be dangerous for your mindset because they could be keeping you um, hooked right into a bear market where you've ended up not having the chance to dollar cost average out in the markets, because remember, during these bear markets, they don't make any money. Um, so like you say, let, let's jump into crypto and um, let's speak about where we think things are going, because are we going to go into a bear market? Um, yeah, we are 100% going to go into a bear market. Do I think it's going to happen now? Um, I don't think it's going to happen right now. Uh, but for those who follow me on um, Instagram, um, Ken Mac Show, There's about two pages worth of uh, uh, fake accounts, so just make sure that it's the right one. I posted this morning that um, I put six figures into Ethereum, so I've started the dollar cost average back into the markets. Uh, When we look at the fear and greed index, we are sitting in extreme fear, which is good. Like Warren Buffett says, you want to buy the fear, sell the greed, Um, but uh, in in the short term, I am... uh, i am looking to start turning bullish uh, you know in Ethereum anyway just now because it seems to be uh, you know heading in the, the right direction but I'm also remaining very cautious on the markets because the moment that we break $30,000 bitcoin um it's good, you know, when we confirm a close under $30,000 bitcoin it's going to be the elevator potentially down to 25 20k and if that happens there's going to be a massive wall of liquidity going to be pouring into the markets um, Two, I think we'll go down to 15k. Who knows? But um, at the end of the day, when you look at Metcalf's law and uh, you know the the, the network uh, proposition that Metcalf's law describes, and the uh, the, the network effects um, of Bitcoin and the, the the blockchain space, then you know the, the fundamentals say that we are you know it's mathematically programmed into Bitcoin Bitcoin it is going to go up. It's mm-hmm. it's going to, it's going to go much higher than what it is now. But it's just a matter of um, controlling your emotions and not being overexposed into the markets because you know the the young boy that i was with this morning at dinner at uh, lunch to say he said that he went he did go all in uh, and he said one he said it was a mistake uh, in 2020 but he, he managed the time it right uh, but he said that he shouldn't have gone all in because he didn't leave himself any cash on the side so you know some people are lucky some yeah. people are not but diversification like you say in a time like now is key because if the money that you're putting into these highly volatile markets is going to affect your day-to-day life, if, for example, you aren't able to take any money out of the markets and it goes down 50 60 70%, obviously, you don't want to be taking losses, um, that's not the, the type of money you should be putting into the market. You should be um, putting in what you can afford to lose. Dollar cost averaging, long-term always wins. You want to zoom out on the charts and zoom in on life. And uh, you know, think longer term. These shorter term timeframes are—they're very dangerous. You know, when you when you get caught up in the noise, because there is a lot of noise in these short term timeframes, and it's a—it's not a very nice place to be.
1: Right. Yeah. No. It's 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 powerful what you're saying because I, I believe the same thing around spring, and the reason why I think it's spring when the collapse is going to start to come. Now, when I say collapse, I don't think all of a sudden you know everything's going to completely fall apart. But we're going to go into a deeper. We're already heading into recession. Whereas they already prepared for recession in 2019. Like think about that. They had raised the debt ceiling limit, right? All of a sudden they were preparing 2018, 2019, and then all of a sudden the C word hits, and here we are, right? And so now we know Jerome Powell made the announcement in March. They're probably going to raise the interest rates. They're cutting us off life support in america which is the quantitative easing right and so they haven't fully taken us off life support when people hear tapering you know they they doubled the tapering it's it, they're not fully stopping the life support what it's cantillon effect it's going to the top of the house first they're investing in the markets, right? They're pulling when they need to, right? They're going to pull when they need to. And then here's another thing that's crazy, Warriors, is we're just talking to somebody this morning. There's so much stimulus money that was pumped into these companies. This is something you really got to watch out for and the companies you work for as well. A lot of companies are on full life support. Now, what that means is there's no GDP growth. They're not actually producing or growing at all. They're just making their interest payments. That's a dangerous place to be because they got so much stimulus money what happens when they stop buying junk bonds and taking all these large corporations off life support, the big juggernauts are going to be left. And what happens is if they collapse, guess who's going to bail them out? Just like that happened in uh, 2008, right? The government stepped in and bailed out all these banks to keep them on board. They're going to keep the big corporations going because that's how the system works, right? So what you have to watch out for is the mom and organizations. Okay, you need to start switching your mindset. So here's what I'm going to really be teaching heavily. And we're going to relaunch our uncommon one percent, which teaches you how to take this knowledge and turn it into a education platform so you can help the people. Right. We launched it before. It did very, very well. We have a huge waiting list for it. But the education system is flipping completely upside down. Right. The normal everyday education system. There's people in online education that are making more than doctors and lawyers. Trust me, it's happening right now way more than doctors and lawyers people that go to school for nine to ten years to get a degree to make about three hundred thousand dollars a year and have a million dollars in in, in debt right but the education system is changing words the way you consume media the way that you consume education the way that you consume your food the way that you do on dates everything is changing right so you can be an investor in the rails or be on the train right so you're investing in the rails and I really want you guys to start thinking about becoming your own asset. That's one thing you really and I'll be diving into that as we go through these podcast um, uh, shows. It's like, what, what are you what is your asset? What is your biggest asset? If you don't know that, I would highly recommend you start going on a journey to figure that out, because every one of you has the ability to teach something. Your experiences in life, my experiences in life became my Warrior Academy. My drug addiction became the best thing that ever happened to me because it allowed me to relate to a lot of people going through depression and anxiety. And I just taught the parameters that I go through, the step-by-step process that I go through in order to get my shit together. And it became a Warrior Academy worldwide, 3,800 Warriors. I took the knowledge, I took the information, and I put it into an academy. And Warriors, that's what you can do with your life right now. So as you're sitting at your just overbroken your job it doesn't mean that you have to walk away from your job but you want to start creating the best way to kill a human is to stop them from creating put them in a box answering a phone call clocking in clocking out for a paycheck that's the best way to kill a human because if you're not creating you're literally dying. You're literally dying. We need to create. We need to grow. That's how the system works, right? You need to get sun. You need to regenerate. And we're not getting enough sun. We're drinking fucking energy drinks all day. We're eating like shit. We're not, we're not working out. We're not exercising. We're watching shitty shows. We're listening to shitty music, low vibration music, and we expect to do good in the cryptocurrency space. So this is much bigger than crypto wars. Yes, I believe we're going to go through one of the biggest economic collapses we've seen in our history. And some of us are going to be prepared to make it the biggest shift in generational wealth for our families. So it's just really understanding that you need to start thinking of yourself as an asset. That's one mental shift you can do. What, what value can you add to this world? Are you a professional skate? Are you really good at skateboarding? Maybe you do skateboard lessons. I don't know. Maybe you play guitar, maybe on the side, start doing some guitar lessons, you know, find some family and friends, do some guitar lessons, take that income, invest it into a speculative asset dollar cost average in as Ken saying every single week and just set it and forget it. And then maybe, maybe you're, You're, you you're nine to five, you know, you're nine to 5 Your five to nine is more important than your nine to five. So when you get off work, your five to nine is more important than your nine to five because your five to nine can eventually replace your nine to five and then you can be freedom. So really start to think about that warriors. What is it that you're really good at in your job? Maybe you're, maybe you're an IT person, right? And you're always coming up with these innovative ideas that your company, your boss steals from you and and goes and brings to the company becomes the hero. Can you start your own company doing that? Maybe, maybe consulting, consulting is big business warriors huge huge business you know i became a cryptocurrency expert i became a mindset expert i became a health expert because i lived i took my living experience and made it an asset so those are things you're right think-
0: yeah, i fully agree with what you're saying people need to learn how to become the asset we are the asset and uh, let you give something value we can give ourselves value by 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 becoming the asset whether you are you know, becoming a cricket expert, like you say, or a crypto coach. Mm-hmm. By investing in yourself, you're giving yourself value. And that's what why you see uh, in a lot of people, they, um, a lot of millionaires, they go bankrupt. But very quickly, they're able to bounce back because the knowledge that they have, they gave themselves value by becoming the asset. They're able to bounce back very, very quickly because they are the asset. Mm-hmm. So you, know, you made some very, very good points there, very good points.
1: Yeah. Cause money's just a magnet, right? It's just a magnet. That's one thing. That yeah. It's like, I'm, I'm in this totally different, completely different world from two and a half years ago. I, I used to always be like, Oh my God, I would make money. And then I would lose money, scarcity mindset now. And it's like the, the, the environment that I'm living in now is completely different. There's zero fear, zero fear. I have no fear. I already feel rich already, even if I didn't even have the financial freedom now. And it's like, what you said, something very powerful. I know if the, all this collapsed, all the physical things collapsed, and then the economy collapses, that when we all come back together at an even playing field, that I would be able to regain it really fast. So that's the thing. Like, that's the way, that's a good way to look at it. It's like we've all been put on this even playing field now. You're on an even playing field, all of you guys. We all have the same opportunity right now. And 10 years from now, I think it was um, Dan Pena that said this, but who are you going to be, right? Sitting on the porch and, and you're going to, grandkids are going to, you know, I'm sorry, not 10 years from now, years down the road, your grandparents or are, grandkids are going to say to you, man, grandma, grandpa, what did you do during the biggest shift in freaking financial history? I did nothing. I did nothing when it's the easiest time in human history to become a millionaire. The, this is true. It's the easiest time in it human is. history to become a millionaire.
0: Most well, millionaires are made in a time of financial crisis, Mm-hmm. Uh, I, mean, I made my wealth back in 2007 during the the recession, and you know, th- this is the time where most millionaires I made. I, I wrote a newsletter about that today. Um, you know, people might struggle to get their head around it, but you've got A and you get B, you've got A, which is the scarcity mindset, you've got B, which is the abundance abundance mindset. So, you need to decide which, which mindset you were going to go with. Um, and those who are in the abundance mindset, um, paradigm will understand and be able to see opportunities that those with the scarcity mindset, the victim mentality will not be able to see. Like when I look all around me, I see opportunities everywhere. I see opportunities absolutely everywhere, but those with a scarcity mindset they're maybe living paycheck to paycheck will not be switched to that channel, to that frequency. Mm. So once you tune yourself to that frequency, you can see opportunities absolutely everywhere.
1: Yes, and that goes back into what you said, mental conditioning, right? So, so like, think about that. You can be standing, two people can be standing right next to each other, Ken and another person, his mental conditioning allows him to see opportunities everywhere he looks. He's sitting at the end of a table at a dinner with a bunch of people and they create a website. I'm sure it's gonna be a remarkable business opportunity, right? They're like, Oh, there's an opportunity. And there could be another group of people sitting there going, look at what was me. All this stuff is happening to me. Nothing is happening to you. Everything is happening through you. And here's the beautiful thing too. If you guys see what's happening in Canada warriors, People are waking up. People are waking up. And this is what I love about what's happening in Canada. It's not this V versus what I mean by, you you guys know what I mean by the V, right? The V versus people who didn't take the V, right? It's about, I don't care if you took the V. It's like, let's just stop. Let's, let us make our own decisions. Let us make our own decisions. And they have caravans of freaking truckers, 50,000 people. And they're waking up to say, listen, This is about us taking responsibility for our own lives. And this is kind of like as we wrap this up, it's like this is about taking responsibility, just taking personal responsibility. Nobody is stopping you from being successful. There's nobody, nobody stopping you from being successful. So the question you want to ask yourself, it's Monday morning around nine o'clock here. It's almost nighttime in Dubai. It's nine o'clock in the morning in Arizona. What have you done since? You're waking to now. So ask your that answer that question, and then what I want you to do is take another survey by the end of the day. What are the things you did to move your life forward? For example, I'm not bragging, but I'll share with you. I posted on my Instagram. By the time most people had woken up at five fifteen, I'd already done a YouTube video, two podcasts, and a TikTok, and already got my first workout in before. So I did. I had done four things to move my life forward before the world even woke up. So those are things that I look at on a daily basis, and I look in the mirror and I say, okay. I did everything I could today in my human ability to create as much as I could to make a great life. And that's all I have to worry about, Warriors. Okay, that's all I have to worry about. And and again, we'll keep going back to the asset. My asset is the ability to take experiential things that I've been through, break them into a simplistic term and teach people how to get through them. That's my that's my uh, my avatar or whatever it is or my uh, what would you call it, my asset. So really, somebody's put on here, you're you're a good professional guitarist. That's an amazing asset, man. That is yeah. an amazing asset. You can do online courses. There's there's millions of people that would join an online course where you could train them through a Zoom call, where you get groups of people say, hey, listen, you know, maybe we'll make it affordable. hundred people, that's all stream. I don't know how to play the guitar, but you know what I'm saying? And it's like, you got people like the, the young man you're with this afternoon. It's like that idea of the scorpion. I thought about that. I'm like,
0: who even thinks that stuff, man? <laughs> <It's> crazy. Like, <laughs> like here, he he sent me videos. Sorry, he sent his dad to Nigeria to... Uh, to handle the operations, up security, and he was uh, show me videos that they were weighing the scorpions on scales. Mm-hmm. Uh, show me the messages with the pictures of the scorpions against the rulers. Uh, they need to be a certain size, a certain weight. Man, this is crazy shit. <laughs> wow,
1: man, and like like that, I think about that a lot, man. It's like who thought of like. A microphone and who thought of a water bottle and who thought of headphones and like that's the thing that the thing you think about everything started with a thought this headphone started with a thought this bracelet i'm wearing started with a thought everything starts with a thought so if you can things
0: become things
1: yeah if you can think it and then if you can take it to another level so we're this is why we're in the greatest time in human history When the secret came out and it was thoughts become things, it was like there wasn't Dr. Joe Dispenza and maybe he was back then. I don't know. But there was no there was this big battle between the religious and the the esoteric secret and manifestation. Right. But I think now it's kind of marrying together where people are like, wait a minute. It's just all about your mindset. And when you pray, you're praying, you're literally creating a high level vibration in your body. And if you're praying correctly or whatever correct praying is, right. But what they realize is that your heart is so powerful, right. That's why you have a heartache. When you break up with somebody, it feels like your heart hurts, right. It's like, it's this pain inside of here. It just feels, but once you can start to understand that the heart is the epicenter, it's the power system, right. And you can connect the thoughts to the heart and start to feel as if it already exists so so no matter what crypto is doing you should feel that you're already wealthy and 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 you do that by because we were struggling I, I was you know i coach a lot of people and they're like well i'm struggling getting that heart brain coherence well then god sent dr joe spenza again and dr joe spenza says he's like just put your finger right here just feel your heart wherever the pressure is that's where it's bringing the awareness to okay and it's like you think of something positive in your life so if you're struggling right now you're depressed think of not being depressed. How would that feel like to feel normal and feel good and to feel special and to feel loved? And and then what you do is you feel that and you bring it to your heart area and then your brain actually starts to respond to that. Like think about this is is the supercomputer warriors. This is a massive supercomputer. And it's like, and I just have figured that out. That's, That's the difference between me and other people. It's like, I figured out like like, I feel superhuman. I can do whatever I want. I manifested. We are getting the office next door. We got it. We got our corporate office. Like we manifested that and we said when it was going to happen and it happened. And the more you can connect the heart and brain coherence. And so those are the things you should be working on. Whereas this understanding that, yes, we're going to go through a financial collapse. We're trying to prepare you for that mentally. Like, no, no, that your job might not be here. Jerome Powell said, I'm worried about the middle class coming back to a new workforce, leverage towards technology they're worried about the middle class wars supposedly right these malls aren't going to be here wars the, think about that you got the metaverse you got freaking amazon malls are not going to survive the little mom and pa stores are not going to survive unless you're a very niche niche environment unless you transition online those are the biggest things as well and you know it's it's just a it's just a different world wars instead of resisting it right become part of it, embrace but, it. Embrace it. Yeah. And it's like, it's the tool thing. It's like, it goes back into the tool. Like I, I like to bring up the same things. I can use this to look at pornography or I can use this to read the Bible. Or I could use this to look up cryptocurrency research, or I can use it to hunt down an ex-girlfriend. You could do nefarious things with it, or you can do really good things with it. So it's not the tool. It's the user of the tool. A gun, right? We're looking to buy gun manufacturing companies and, and, and ammo companies. It's like the gun can be used to hunt for their family or protect. Like if somebody breaks in the house, that's a great tool to protect your family. But also, I could use that tool to murder somebody maliciously. Like it's not the person. It's not the tool. It's not the gun. It's whoever grabs onto that gun, right? And you have these resources right now. I mean, you have so much, and that that's a catch twenty two because we do have so much information, and it can be very confusing. And I hope that that message, when we're talking about other influencers, like not bashing them, it's just like what are their intentions? Like, what are their intentions when they're talking?
0: You've got to question everything. And the thing is, when you take the red pill, it's ve- you're very hard to get sold to. So, a person that's taking the yeah. red pill, it's very very like. Somebody that's trying to sell something to me, it's it's difficult for them because I can see through it. I question the agenda. So I always question the underlying reason. Why are they doing this? Why do they feel super pumped to be on a video with you today? What are they gaining from being on this video with you today? So once you become more aware, trading your self-awareness, you become much harder to sell to and you're able to see... Um, through the, uh, the the clouded mirror, everything becomes clear. We spoke about these mm-hmm. magic eye pictures, how when you looked at these magic eye pictures, at first they're heavily distorted. If anybody doesn't know what magic eye is, just Google magic eye pictures and take a look at these heavily distorted images. If you stare at it long enough, then eventually you see the real image that's hidden within the mm-hmm. distorted image. And once you see it, you simply can't unsee it. And that's a bit like what's happening in the world today. Once you see the truth, and once you take the Red Pool, you follow the white rabbit and go down the rabbit hole, you simply can't unsee it because you're going to be lying to yourself. Yes. So, obviously, we're not going to live a lie. We don't lie to ourselves. Mm. Um, so, yeah, it'd be very interesting for you guys to jump on Google and just uh, check out these uh, magic eye pictures. And, uh, you know, life happens not to you, but happens because of you. Mm. Yes. So yeah. somebody's asking uh, for a forecast in the crypto markets as well.
1: Yeah. yeah. Want we'll to dive into it?
0: Yeah, we can do that. Let's uh, take a quick look.
1: Yeah, they're like enough of this freaking mumbo jumbo, freaking esoteric shit. Let's talk about crypto. <laughs> no, I love it. <laughs> we just we're just a different channel. We just it's it's important. This is important too, though. I we have a I have a technical analysis team. I have a team that does this all day. Um, this stuff this stuff to me doesn't interest me. I'm a fundamental. I'm I'm working on myself becoming the biggest asset i believe i'm the greatest of all time within my paradigm and when i say that it makes people like you like you put that human condition thing or that mental condition when i say i'm the greatest or the goat people get so angry i'm like but i have different fingerprint and different dna all of you guys are the greatest of all time within your paradigm i can't be like you nor do i want to be like you so nobody's my competition so every single thing about that every person has a different fingerprint and different dna None of us are exactly alike. So why can't we be the greatest of all time? But anyways. Yeah, talk- we
0: are. Uh, we are all the greatest greatest of all time within our own paradigms. And, uh, you know, there's no point in trying to be somebody else because everybody else is already taken. You know, we are all originals. And that's why on my social media profile it says the original. Um, mm-hmm. You know, in, in my own head, I believe I'm the greatest generational wealth coach of all time because nobody does it the way that I do. I do it my way. Yes. So um, I do find it quite funny. <laughs> So good, <laughs> when people try and attack it. Uh, but yeah, so, so I did say um, last year to everybody that the uh, crypto markets were pretty much oversold with, uh, you know, uh, September, October. Let, let's rewind back to um, when, we, when we had the bearish uh, period uh, back, you know, beginning of last year. Uh, when I looked at the all of the indicators, technically it showed me that we would resume a bull market by the end of uh, August, which we did. Um, we went very bullish until November. I said, okay, guys, the market's topping out now. I started exiting positions. I said uh, we're probably going to bear market or bearish phase between uh, December, January, and then resume in February. And that's exactly what's happening now. But I have noticed that there's a head and shoulders. There's a head up here, shoulder and shoulder playing out. There is a high probability now that um, we could have fit a a bottom uh, roundabout here at the $33,000 mark. I believe that we uh, could probably resume next month. So that would be from tomorrow. Um, And uh, we should have, you know, one, two months more of bullish momentum. Uh, The only thing I'm looking out for is the the right, uh, these two shoulders up here. We might, uh, it's it's either going to go one of two ways. Either we go down and, uh, you know, touch the 28k. And if we get a close above 30k, I would be expecting to hit the resistance up here, but 50k. Uh, So either two things are going to happen. Either we get heavy, heavy sell-offs, and then that's going to be the final wave of the bull market. Um, And, you know, we'll probably go down testing these $20,000 levels, or we'll go on and make a new all-time high, probably up uh, about $83,000 is where I charted it out to be. Uh, But all in all, you know, I'm I'm, I'm remaining on edge uh, with all of the geopolitical economic uh, circumstances that are happening. I have been dollar cost averaging, out of a lot of positions uh, especially the altcoins into yield up and by the way they've just uh, released version two which is pretty cool because now they're looking at uh, adding other blockchains to which makes it a lot easier so i'm dollar cost averaging out some of my other positions uh, but the blue chips like bitcoin ethereum are starting to buy back into um i uh, did a six-figure acquisition of ethereum this morning the first thing i did when i woke up because i'm expecting us to um you know head up towards three thousand um dollars for ethereum so just now I'm just uh, you know working with some of the blue chips and I'm looking at just being cautious with the uh with the the other coins but the the other uh, thing I just want to mention just now I don't know if you've looked at this have you studied the gold chart coach TV
1: I have not not too much I saw I was watching like uh, oil and gold but I haven't studied it no
0: Cool. um so uh, just for all the the people who follow uh, precious metals I'm not a Bitcoin Max or anything like that uh, I know that you know gold is not portable but I have a, a gold bull as well um it's been consolidating for about one year now into this symmetrical triangle and it is actually breaking out of this consolidation pattern and I am expecting gold to probably head up towards two thousand three hundred dollars so I've been buying more gold um in fact I bought a, a bunch excuse me, I bought a bunch of packs, PX gold. So when I was a uh, dollar cost averaging out of some of the positions, I bought digital gold. Why did I buy digital gold? Because it's got no uh, delivery fees, minting, making charges, and you also can buy at spot. So when you buy physical gold, the only thing which I don't like about physical gold is that um, you you pay a premium for it. You know, it's uh, you, you can end up, you know, let's say you buy a coin, which is going to cost uh, $1,800 on the markets. Uh, you can end up paying $1,950 so it could take, take you a while to make that money back. But the nice thing about digital gold, like PAX, which is physically backed by gold, um, you can uh, trade it a lot quicker. But of course, you know, you can't hold it in your hand. There's nothing like holding real gold. Uh, but yeah, I just wanted to drop that in there and, uh, and share that with everybody. And uh, for those of you guys who might be interested, uh, I've just uh, launched Mac Club, which is mac.club. And this is going to be a, a full-on academy networking group Uh, where you guys can uh, get access to a bunch of experts within different industries, including myself, uh, where I'll be teaching what I know, which is uh, real estate with no money down, buying businesses with no money down, cryptocurrency, precious metals, getting paid to wear watches, and all the other cool stuff. And within there, we've plugged in a bunch of veterans. I'll be getting Coach TV to come in and speak um, as well within the crypto sphere uh, mindset, and other experts. So it's going to be a really cool place for you guys to be. Uh, I've pretty much cancelled all of it, the excuses uh, for the first time in my life. I've uh, added a, you know ultra-low uh, ticket price to the, to the academy with no commitment. Um, so you know it's just a, it's the, the price of a, a meal out with the missus. And in exchange, you're going to get a lot of value, massive commitment from our team. And uh, I'm going to make it my duty, obligation, and responsibility like Coach GV to be in the history books where I've uh, had an impact in people's lives. And, and I've, I've, I've helped you break out of the paradigm that you're stuck in. So that's a www.mac.club. And if you're quick, you can get one of our last places, which is currently about £70, so $100 per month. Um, yeah. So I just wanted to drop that in there, guys, and uh, and, and give you my um, uh, give, give you my contribution to the wealth creation space. So over to you, Coach GV, your last words?
1: Yes, I love it. Thank you for the market update. And you can see right there, it's www.mac.club. Club.com, warriors. and The key is community. Your tribe is going to be very, very important. So I'll leave you with this, words. You are the five people you surround yourself with. If you're around five millionaires, you're going to become the sixth. If you're around five drug addicts, you're going to become the sixth. It's just how human condition works and how the brain condition works, Warriors. I wish we could say we're so strong as human beings to be in a, a, a tough environment and not adopt some of that because it's vibrational energy, Warriors. What you're around is going to be attracted to you. It's going to come through you, right? So you got to change your environment. you got to change your thoughts. you got to change what you hear, what you see, what you're ingesting. And most of all, your community that you're around. Because it's really tough when you're working towards this financial freedom and you're around people who are not financially free, who are constantly badgering you on your cryptocurrency portfolio or constantly telling you crypto is going to go to zero or constantly telling you you're making poor decisions. Is it wise counsel? That's what you have to ask yourself. Is it wise counsel? You can't take advice from people who are not where warrior you're going, wars. That's very, very important. And so it's about grounding yourself in what you already are is rich, powerful, abundant, amazing. Like think about that. When children come into this world, that's why Jesus says, be like the children, be childlike to become a millionaire because they believe in themselves. They don't have all this weird programming that we as adults have. And we've already destroyed our subconscious mind. By the time we become 19 and 20 years old through all this worldly things, you're already abundant. My son thinks he's the greatest of all time because he's six years old and I have let him know he's the greatest of all time. So just like a child wars be somewhat childlike with a little bit of maturity right and go out there and go after your dreams we love you we appreciate you. So whether you're listening on our podcast, we appreciate all the people sharing the podcast. It's growing really rapidly. We appreciate you on the YouTube channel as well. So make sure you check out the uh, Ken Mac. If you click down the description down below, you can, uh, his Instagram's there. Also, you got the buyer challenge. We'll actually put the Ken Mac club in there for the next show as well. We'll actually pop that in there um, as well. So worries. We have so many resources for you guys. Also the red pill, we're actually packaging that up and we're going to launch it so you can join the program um, in an online platform. So the red pill was, was a huge hit. Um, we had over, I think, what, 170 people in the Red Pill camp. We're actually packaging it up so you can watch the pre-recorded videos. There'll be a discount, obviously, because it's not live. And so we're going to relaunch that again so you can go through the Red Pill boot camp. We're going to keep bringing information to you guys. But what I want you to start thinking about is, can you do the same thing? Can you think of yourself as an asset? And as you go into these programs, you're going to learn how to become an asset. And then once you become an asset, go duplicate it. <laughs> Just duplicate the process, Warriors. It's that simple. We're two normal dudes doing these extraordinary things which you can do the same thing so believe in yourself we appreciate you we love you and as we always say warriors